<laughs> I love this. This is very this, this is one of the longest intros. See, most podcasts go for about an hour. I have to set aside about two hours. Just oh, <laughs> cry yourself a river, Ben. An hour, an hour. What a crock of shit, an, Ben. My an God. hour before to set up the... <laughs> to troubleshoot B.R.I. Every, every episode. Well, like, I have to say that, like, um, recording podcasts remotely is something that not a lot of people do. And people that do don't do it very well, so you guys are doing a great job. So like, don't don't complain too much. Buddy. Okay, so oh, that's so <laughs> nice, isn't it? Look there at you, you go. He's pissing in their pocket already. Piss your ass already, be right. <laughs> nah, that oh, all right. Well, I don't kick need us. to win his love. I already have it. He does, mate. You already have it. <laughs> Seriously, he does. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that is one of my best friends in the world. That is Nicola Bernardi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, I wish my name sounded like that, I have to say. What's wrong with that? Did I not do it? <laughs> you just added like 17 R's at the end. Yeah, you got to roll Nicola it. Nicola Bernardo. It's, it- it's Italian, mate. you got to roll it. Yeah. yeah, you tell me. Thank you. Exactly. What? <laughs> so, it's a te- Go on, Ben. Talk about mansplaining. He yeah. only speaks seven yeah. languages. It's fine. Yeah, like, but good old Ben has to bensplain to us. It's ben's fine. Bensplain? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, I know. <laughs> He's plain. always into me about that. So I know this guy's Nico, and Nico's as Australian as you get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nico, Davo. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. As it a is, name. Hold it? on. You had Nico before you came to Australia, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, and that yeah. is um, Japan's fault, actually. Oh. Yeah, because they don't um, they don't say the L. So Nicola, yeah. they would say Nicora. And then I didn't like it, so I just went for Nico. Somehow that doesn't sound racist. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> Wait a second. No, it does. Like whenever you do an Asian voice and you change an L to an R, yeah, it always sounds racist. Okay. It always well in in Australia or any Aussie accent. <laughs> if you change an L to an R, but yours just still sounded. Sexy. I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way it is. Nicora. Uh, Nicora. Nicola. Yeah, well, see, that doesn't sound racist at all. But if I try to do it, Nicola, like it, it, sounds, it sounds super racist. Yeah, because you are racist and yeah. I'm not. But that's that's the bottom line. That's so um, funny. No, yeah. but also when I first moved to Australia and it was 2014, um, I'm a photographer, by the way, for anyone listening. So I would send emails to agencies to like uh, maybe get a meeting with like some agents and try to get some work. And they were always expecting a female photographer. Yeah. Because here in Australia, Nicola is a female name. Oh, and yeah. so I just went for ah, like... Oh, Nicola. Yeah, exactly. A few times. Like you would expect, not even this happening once, but I would say three or four times I had like a chat with someone at reception of an agency. They said like, I'm sorry, mate. Like we're waiting for this Italian photographer. I'm like, yes, I know it's me. And they're like, no, no, no it's this girl. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, have you looked at the picture in the bio section of the yeah. like website? You're <laughs> you waiting. Dude, tell that yarn about the, um, the dude that wanted photos. Oh, no. Do it quickly. Do a quick version. This uh, is so good. Well, um, some time ago, I think it was 2015, 2016, I don't remember, uh, there was this person that contacted me through my website and said that uh, they wanted to surprise their wives um, with some photos of himself in lingerie, which is something that they, mm-hmm. that they did together and like it was an anniversary gift and he wanted to like surprise her with his like new album of photos. And so we started talking. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like this is how much it will cost. Like we can do it here and this, this, this. We started talking about like dates and times of day and all of that. And at a certain point he started sending me pictures of like this is a set I'm going to be wearing. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's awesome. And then at last I said, like, okay, um, just letting you know that I will need an assistant. And so my assistant will will be with us shooting that day. Um, (laughs) And this person messaged, as long as there is no guy that ever knows about this and and your assistant (laughs) is a female like yourself, I'm fine with it. And then I messaged him. I was like, hey, man. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I think you misgendered me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a man, but like that doesn't change whatever we said to each other. And the last reply I got from him was fuck. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard from him again. Just hug so up. poor guy. Yeah. Uh so there's a job you missed. Yeah. <laughs> you could <laughs> be right. So next time you dress up in mum's lingerie, you can I don't know if you're comfortable with Nico taking the photos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. <Nah. laughs> right? You didn't like that You one? haven't seen oh. Mum's lingerie. <laughs> no. Mum's granny pants. And I don't want to see Mum's lingerie. <laughs> well, you, you brought this there. on yourself, Ben. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. 
Oh yeah, because you because you wear sexy clothes as well. What does grug, your grug singlet really get mum's mojo going as well? What? I wear bonds undies. <laughs> yeah, you and Pat Rafter, man. You and Pat Rafter on, <laughs> on the poster. Something else we got in common. Yeah. yeah. Be right. Can you please yeah. introduce the show? Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Teaching Yarns. I'm your host Brian. My other host is my son Ben. And if you've been living under the rock for the last five minutes, you would have missed the fact that we have a special guest. Our special guest is Nico. Hello. And Nico is kind of part of the family. <laughs> what do you mean? Kinda? No, no, he is part of the family. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we met Nico first for the first time when we went down to Melbourne with one of Ben's comedy festivals, and Ben and Nico were cohabitating together. Yes, and, we were. That's and that Why, was, How did you make that sound gay? Because <laughs> it was. You said I'm. I'm Cohabitating. Say, say we live together. Cohabitating sounds. No, sounds well, well, when you said to me, I'll move, this guy's moving in with me, I went, oh, well. Well, my girlfriend had just left. My ex girlfriend yeah. had just left. And you were and, inconsolable. And right? I was like, I, I, needed was. A, I needed a place to stay. And Nico's lease was up as well. And this is how we met. We're at a, a, a gig. And I just finished, and Nico came up to me after the gig and go, "I love your energy. Can I take your photo, please?" Yeah, that's Nico's. <laughs> that's Nico. And then I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure, man." And so we went and got pizza, and then we were talking. I said, oh, "I got to find a place to live," and he was like, "I got to find a place to live." And they were like, "You're pretty cool." And then we just hung out together, and then moved in. So together. the planets aligned. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was it. But and Nico's we- one of those people that the first time you meet him, you feel like you've known him your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. So, yeah, really comfortable. Um. Mum and I, as we were leaving, the first time we met him, we're, we're driving back, or we're going back to the uh, the motel, uh, the hotel, and um, Mum said, "I really like him. He's really nice." <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Score. You got, there you go. You got the, you got the calmy tick of approval. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, but Carmel loves everyone. We can't. That's that's not a. Oh no. Yeah, true. No, no she, she doesn't. No, yeah, no she doesn't. she's she's funny. She goes. There's a few. Yeah, there's a few people. She's like. She won't say it, but she'll just do the face. Got, yeah. What do you think about? What do you think about this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Some of Ben's girlfriends. Do you like her? Yeah, that's her. That's her. No. Yeah. Um, but she right. is pretty hard to please. Oh, all right, Bear. That's why big dogs are here. Huh? What's the, that's why the big dogs are here. <laughs> It's pretty hard to place. Whip out them fancy bonds undies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, oh, let's get right. Let's, let's get, get into this education. We're talking about education here. It's this podcast is teacher yarns with B. Rye and Ben. True, I yeah. agree. I'm right. at the front. That's fair enough. Just take, just, just have a rest. Sit yeah. back. All right, I'll Can take you over can from ask Nico our first question. I got the, <laughs> I got this, Ben. <laughs> Tell us about you. So we've already established that you're a photographer. Yeah. Um, what else can I tell you? Well, like um, that's a dumb question, Brian. That's, that's a good a, question. That's such an I'm open. Get... Tell us more about you. <laughs> well, like he knows that I can talk forever. <laughs> yeah, so that I'm is. going. I'm going somewhere with this. You just sit back and stop bloody trying to. It's <laughs> such a broad question. Tell us about you. Okay. Can I? Of course. Okay. Um, I get this all the time, Nico. Go on. <laughs> yeah, like, um, Nicola, I come from this small place in the north of Italy, and uh, I couldn't wait to get out of there. So, like, as soon as I could, I moved to Venice, where I studied Oriental languages, which is quite interesting, I'm sure, for, like, the intent of this podcast. And then I moved yeah. to Japan, and then when I was in Japan, I started teaching English and Italian which I have like a few stories to, <laughs> to tell about that. Um, but yeah, like when I was in Japan, I stumbled upon photography like literally by accident and I realized that that is what I, I was missing in my life. That is something that I really wanted to do. So I just decided to like drop any other thing that I wanted to do and focus solely on that. And so I moved back to Italy and then I went to work in Ethiopia with a very famous photographer called Steve McCurry. Then arrived in Australia because I was kind of needing some sort of a challenge and I wanted to start fresh from a place where I didn't know anyone or no one knew me. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, at the time I thought that I was being helped too much by the people around me. 
And so, yeah, that's when I got to Australia, got to meet Ben and a lot of other people, but especially with Ben, we formed a lifelong bond of brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't it think is. it could get more gay than I know. Dad's cohabitation. Uh, <laughs> no, exactly. Well, I, I just stopped that. Uh, um, no, but uh, like, so have you ever done any formal photography um, courses? No, I have not. Really? So you're pretty much yeah, all self-taught or picked up Completely from other people? Completely self-taught. I, I, mean, did, like I didn't know in, that. Good question, b When I was living in Japan and I started photography, I was doing, I kind of imposed on myself a project called 365, which very unoriginally means you have to take a picture a day for a year. But like you try to make it like the best possible picture you can take in that day. So like I was devoting maybe like four or five hours every day into like trying to teach myself photography Uh, while I was getting these photos to post online before midnight. And then at night I would usually like spend a lot of time on YouTube, like just reading uh sorry watching tutorials or reading blogs and stuff like that so i've never done any formal course of any way in in any form but i've studied a lot online like you can study yeah that's so funny you say that because we were just talking the other day about um how crazy education has become in the sense that you don't need to go to school so much Oh, absolutely. Stuff. Like the fact that you just said, yeah, YouTube t- tutorials and taught myself. Well, there is there is very few things that are not learnable online today. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think that until maybe like, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, probably 40 or something like that, but like most of the knowledge was gatekept. So like you needed to go to a certain school mm-hmm. in order to have access to certain books and to certain texts and all that whereas today you don't need that like there is very few things that you necessarily need to do in person like uh, you can't study medicine from home like you can't have the practical part of it you can't i don't think you can study law not the practical part but dude i honestly think you could do the online part like there's so many youtube clips Mm. about like like surgeries and and things like that. Yeah, like, but would you would you become a doctor if you oh, no, started absolutely. medicine online for nine years? Absol- you know no, what I absolutely mean. Absolutely not. But this that's... is this is one of our one of the bees in our bonnet is that in order to be be classed by society as proficient or good at something, you need that piece of paper. In Whereas that's things, not necessarily true. Not not in all of the professions, not in all of the industries. I think like mm. in uh, creative professions are so. I don't know, like they have so few rules that yes, like of course, like a piece of paper will help you if you're into Mm. like, I don't know, you want to do design, having a course in design in your background really helps. But at the end of the day, everyone will always check your portfolio and what you actually do. So like once you have like a stellar proof of work, then you don't, no one is going to ask you like, ah, but have you studied it or not? They yeah. just go like, can you do this? Yes, I want you to do that okay. for me. It's hard It's yeah. hard though. What we were talking about the other day, especially with like um, AI coming in, it's going to get harder and harder to check like assignments. Oh, yes. So it, where, where we were talking, things are going to probably shift more and more to practical. Back, back to practical. Yeah, yeah. Because, because of AI, it's like, all right, well, you want the, yeah. 5,000 word assignment on oh, yeah. managing diversity. Um, it's really funny. Like I've been following closely the AI kind Nico's of like a massive nerd as well. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> and that's professional. No, but like I've been following closely with the AI development and all of that and especially like in the realm of images but especially with like, I don't know, ChatGPT for example which is the, the, the most famous written word AI yeah. there is right now and it's almost yeah. like uh, usable on, on your phone per se, yeah. um, for example, in uh, short stories competitions, mm-hmm. there are some very famous ones that had to be closed because all of these submissions, they couldn't, they had too many submissions and they couldn't figure out which ones were AI. Like they knew that like a big part of those were AI ah, and they could okay. see it, but it would take people that had to read through all of these submissions yeah. so long to just keep on figuring out that it was AI, AI, AI and disqualify them that they just closed them. So really? now, for example, right. there are some tools that are already in development yeah. for teachers to be able to check whether a text is made with AI. Uh. Because th- there are some recurring structures that yeah, but then, come out. Yeah, and so but then say AI is going to work out yeah. a way around that. Oh, no, of course. Well. It's yeah. always You're forever be chasing a, your tail. I remember yeah. when it first came out that universities got these um, this software that determined whether or not 
you had plagiarised something. Yeah, off the internet. In ripped a, it off the internet. In, off the internet. You yeah. ripped it off the internet. Yeah. And <laughs> That's just a search yeah, bar. So chat, chat GPT has kind yeah. of circumvented that as well now. I got, in tr- I got in trouble for that. Ancient history. Except I wasn't the smartest tool in the shed. So I just copied and pasted off the internet. <laughs> hey, I remember Hadrian's Wall, ancient history, <laughs> Mrs. Muir. But I to- forgot to take out the uh, hyperlinks. <laughs> <laughs> wow just printed off these blue hyperlinks oh god nice <laughs> and she was like did you did you write this yourself I was like yeah why <laughs> oh Jesus you fucking idiot so like what language is this and he was like oh it's ancient Roman language uh, yeah yeah that, that, I have that, studied this form of what's dialect what's blue writing that's hieroglyphics <laughs> yeah you're doing Hadrian's Wall idiot that's my notes yeah <laughs> yeah. All right, Barry, what was your question? So um, I was going to ask you about, go back, right back, your primary school. So what was your primary Ooh. school like? Um, well, I, I was actually th- thinking about this last night, knowing that today I would have to talk about this. And I think that in Italy we have a different system of um, schooling. Yeah. So like we have five years of primary school, yeah. three years of junior high or whatever. Uh, we call it medium school. Yeah. And then we have five yeah. years of high school. So it's 13 years in total. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I think it's twelve here, right? Our oh, prep is now. No, it's thirteen now. Yeah. We've got we've everyone's oh, got thirteen, okay, okay. so we've got prep. Prep's as well. now official. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember like always hearing year twelve as the last one. It is. Thinking, yeah. Okay. So they added like one at the beginning. Yeah. Perfect. One at the beginning. Um, but yeah. So like I I was actually in a very interesting primary school because growing up in such a small village in the countryside in Italy, in primary school it was five of us in the classroom. Holy shit. shit. Yeah. So, like, it, we started uh, with five of us, and then we became seven. Yeah. By the third year, fourth year, it was seven, and then we finished by five again. Because, not because the people have been, like, um, not promoted, but because they moved to another school. And they so, fin- okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was a really small class, yet still, we did have uh, different teachers for pretty much every subject. Which is ah, oh, yeah. which is a very common thing in Italy. We you rarely would have the same teacher for more subjects. Even in primary school. Yes. So oh, wow. Yeah. But again, like we would have one teacher for, if I'm correct, we would have one teacher for math, one teacher for science, one yeah. teacher for Italian, and then a teacher that would do story and geography. What story? Uh, history. Sorry. Oh, history. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Uh, history and geography, and then. Uh, the the evergreen hour of religion that you gotta have in Italy. Uh, uh-huh. in Italy yeah. What a fun hour! What a useful! <laughs> what a useful! <laughs> it's the same in Australia. We're still Time. debating that here. Oh, it's, 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 it'll be there forever. Oh, Do you know it's, what? It's where there my until mind high went? school. Like uh, at the end, in 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 high school, you still study religion. Oh really? Yes. It's just like a, a waste of an hour for everyone. But whatever. Jesus Italy's Christ. Weird. And that's in. Um, Non-gov- that's in government schools as well. Yeah. Oh, how does it work? Well, hold on. Have you got government non-government schools? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would say so. I've never been to a, a private school. So, but there, are, are, pri- okay, there yeah. are private schools. There are private schools. Okay. Yeah. 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 Also, I've never met anyone in Italy that has been homeschooled. I'm not sure you can do it. Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like be, I remember, like watching, like growing up watching maybe like American TV or something like that. Yeah. There were always like mm-hmm. these kids that were homeschooled, and I was like, yeah. "What yeah. is that? I've yeah. never heard of it, like ever." Yeah. So I don't think it, it's something that you can do. I only met a couple of kids growing up that were homeschooled. There was one in our soccer team. Yeah. And you could kind of tell he was homeschooled. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you know where my mind went then when you're when you're saying the subjects? You said, "Oh, we had one teacher for maths." We had one teacher for science. And I'm thinking you're going to say we had one teacher for English. <laughs> but that's oh, you're in Italy. Yeah. And you actually said we had one teacher for Italian. For Italian. Yeah, oh, you right. were waiting for the English thing. Yeah. 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 Actually, you, you make a good point because I forgot that like we were one of the experimental like um, schools where they were uh, teaching us English from primary school. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we ah. had, like, I think we had like one hour a week or something. It was just like a foreign language in elementary school is not very common, but we were yeah. such a small school that they could fit it in. Is that and why your okay. English is so good now, do you think? I don't think it's because of that, even though it certainly played a role. Um, it's mostly that my parents were like very smart and went like, we want you to speak English pretty much as your first language, not your second. So every summer during like school holidays, yeah. they would send me abroad 
uh, to study English. So I spent ah. pretty much every summer in either, uh, at least like two or three weeks in either Ireland or England. Oh, really? Yeah. Like since I was, I think since I was like 10 uh, until I was like oh, wow. 15, like five or six years. Well, yeah. And it was just like a summer camp. Yeah, yeah. It, like you go to a school and like you're in like these like colleges that uh, mm-hmm. I think they were like universities during the year and they they were in holiday as well and so they would just like reuse ah, the see, facilities yes. yeah, to have like foreign right. students yeah. to come in and then yeah. we would have like I don't know two group leaders that w- maybe were like twenty that yeah. would take us and they would just like make sure that we okay. were all okay kind of thing. Yeah, it was it it was so nice, but like it helped me to get to. When I joined high school, I I could um, choose to study either English or German, but I decided mm. to go for German because I could speak English better than my teacher did. Oh, and so really? I was just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we didn't have the the best English teacher in that high school. Oh, mate, we and don't I was have kinda, the best Italian teachers in Australia. Yeah. No, it's the same. No, but it was just like I was fortunate enough to be already like proficient to a level that I didn't need to study further at school. Yeah. I could just keep on, I don't know, watching movies, reading books by my by myself and just like progress yeah. in that way. Yeah. yeah. So, Did your parents speak English at home? No, no. No, all, all Italian at home. Okay. Yeah. Like my mom cannot speak a word of anything that is not Italian, even though she will, ah. she will shut up anyone. In the world, she'll just like get her yeah. way and in some magical <laughs> way. But uh, my dad was pretty proficient in both French and English, even though he like we would good, never yeah. speak um, at home. Like I mean, like always traveling, he would yeah, yeah. translate. He's good at mm. English. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always translating for your mum as well. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my <laughs> memory of Nico's dad. He came when he came to Australia. He said, "This is the best ice cream." In the world or whatever. He said, it's the best ice cream in Australia. And I was like, mate. You just got here. Have you tried a bubble-o, Bill? What the <laughs> fuck? <are you> <laughs> and, then I, and then I went there. Once I got a bit more cultured. Yeah. Oh, I, I tried, yeah. Pitta Pipo. That was good. <laughs> it was good. It was really, really Still good. Still is. Yeah. What was your favourite subject at school, do you reckon? Oh, in which which level of school? I think like growing up, it was all the same. I was so excited about going to school when I was a kid. Yeah. Because again, growing up in such a small place, you like you, all your social life is in class. Yeah. And so yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know yeah. you have that thing where like oh you wake up you have a fever and you pretend you don't so you can go to school. Yeah. Right. Like I remember oh, that, really? that that kind of thing. Yeah. I never had that. Oh, it was. But our school it was it was the best. It was just like very. I don't know. Um, just having such a small group made yeah. it that everything felt fun. It was yeah. never like uh, I'm afraid of like uh, the next test yeah. or whatever. Like it, we mm. had this like very close relationship with our teachers. Yeah. And it was really nice, and yeah. everyone lived in the village or nearby. Like we yeah. were talking countryside of Italy. So like in my village, like literally Rosignano Monferrato, there's like Jesus I think a hundred people living there, and then. Three kilometers away, there would be another village with like a hundred people, and five kilometers away, there would be another village with. So you kind of yeah. knew each other, okay? You know, yeah. So yeah, in junior high, it was like twelve of us, which was nicer, and again, like such a strong, I don't know, social impact again. Um, yeah. Mm. But I would say that, for example, if you ask me what my favorite subject was, I would say it's probably science in in high school. Yeah, right. We had this really cool teacher uh, about physics. That's uh, always the case, isn't it? It's yeah. like, well, no, your subject is like, your favorite subject is like your favorite teacher. Oh, no, 100%. Very rarely. You're, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, teaching is all about like how you can broadcast the passion for something. Yeah. So, like, totally. knowledge is knowledge. <laughs> like, yeah. A set of facts will never be as interesting as the person that is trying to communicate that passion that they have to you. So, totally. like, that's, a, that's a beautiful part. Brian, of what are you doing? Hello, I just got a text on work tomorrow and I'm just saying no. What? So, keep, keep going. This is a professional podcast. You're not even listening no, to not. our guest. <laughs> At least try and hide it. You're holding... Nico's, Nico's divulging a- his life story. <laughs> it's a beautiful story. Our first international guest and you got your fucking phone up in front of the microphone. It just, turns out I was up. texting him. Yeah. So like, oh, Ben is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, so, just to check. So, so professional. Right. So the teacher that I that I really really enjoyed the lessons of was Mario della Bianca, and Fuck, um, all got sick names. <laughs> and it, oh, no. it it was such a weird 
um, a mix of things as a person, as a teacher, because he was our physics teacher. Yeah. And he was so good at it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, as soon as he finished school, he would go back to his farm and be a farmer. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. Ah. Like, he, and so, like, all of his examples were about farming. Yeah. Like, whenever yeah, he was, yeah. like, teaching us, like, laws of physics and stuff, yeah. like, he would, like, bring items into the class and like show us things and like yeah. um, in Italy we don't have um, labs in high schools okay. so you wouldn't have like I don't know a chemistry class when you like mix things for example or you yep. wouldn't have yeah. no, you don't have anything practical yes. it's always theoretical and so the fact that he would come in and like show us all of these practical things it was so nice like it was so like, I don't know everyone was mesmerized well and that's what's wow. so annoying about how science gets taught because science is my favorite subject as well hmm. but Quite often, how it gets taught is just very. These, this is the scientific process, and this is like it should be fun as shit. Like yeah. kids are yeah. all. What's that famous? I think um, I don't know if it's Neil deGrasse Tyson or, or or Carl Sagan or them. They're like every kid's born a scientist, and then it sort of gets. It gets taught, yeah. taught, taught out of, out of us because yeah. it's like every kid's like, why is the sky blue? Why is the grass yeah. green? It's like it's. Like, why? Everyone's asking. That's all a scientist is. is like, why, 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 why? And then... See, I remember primary school, our science was all uh, astronomy, geology. Um, in primary and, school? And, uh, you know, and there wow. was no- nothing really that you could get your teeth into. We get to high school. Yeah. And you're blowing shit up and you're making putrid smells and you're yeah. um, electro- you know, electrocuting each other. It was seriously a different level. Yeah. And I got a real, I really, I loved science in high school. See, in science in high school. Because you're doing school, shit. I love, I, I did love it, but then I had a dodgy teacher that was like just all theory. It was no, it was no fun. Like, I remember yeah. my, fa- the fa- my favorite thing was just burning a bu- uh, my pen with a Bunsen burner. <laughs> just, <laughs> and then just bending the pen. Uh. Uh, I would have, I would have loved yeah. to do that stuff, and I was like in a scientific high school, so like it was geared towards like more scientific topics. Yeah, right. Because we do have like a distinction between classical and scientific approach. So classical high school would have Latin and Greek, oh, and yeah. and like mm-hmm. double like history or something or something like that. Yeah. Whereas the scientific one would have like just latin so we didn't study greek for example yeah um but we had a lot more hours of science and computer science which by the way again (laughs) completely useless in our high school because like we were learning how to like do rudimentary coding okay but yeah which is interesting in hindsight because you do understand but then it was taught in in such a weird way that Mm. it didn't really matter like no one no one got interested in that man it's so important how shit's taught isn't it it's like it really 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 is like it's yeah it's and, and it's hard because in australia they got like the australian curriculum which is you kind of following yeah <laughs> you're kind of following what's already been laid out but like the really good teachers make it yeah. fun and make it interesting and make I, it i don't really know how it is in italy like i've heard you say stuff about that all the time while yeah. you were writing your your show about like teaching and all that like yeah. you Every now and then I would ask you, like, what is this? What? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. So you would kind of, like, explain the system to me. But I felt that it was very, very different. I don't think that in Italy it's as strict as it is in Australia. Yeah. Especially you don't have as many checkpoints as you guys yes. have. Yeah, okay. Like, you would have yeah. a lot of tests like yeah. just to give marks. And yeah. so, like, in uh, at the middle of the year, you would kind of go and look at all the marks of all your students and kind of go, like, ah, you're not going well and you're going really well and yeah. you should be yeah. careful because if you don't, if you don't, I don't know, start studying, you will fail this subject. And if you fail three subjects in, in Italy, then you lost a year. you got to stay back. That's what it yeah. used to be yeah. like in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, every mm. kid would be graded in every subject. So you're coming seventh in maths for your class. Yeah, and so you knew exactly where you were. You're either up the, you know, in the top half or the bottom half, or mm. you knew, and your parents knew because the report cards had to go home. Everyone knew where you were in the class. Well, yeah. we didn't. We didn't really knew compare it to others. So it wouldn't be like mm-hmm. I'm the tenth in my class or something like that. That's interesting. But okay. um, we would get grades from one to ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. and six is the minimum you can have to pass. Yeah. And so if the the average of your grades in that subject did not meet six, 
then you would fail that subject. Okay. So like in the middle of the year, they would say like, okay, your average out of the last, I don't know, six tests that yeah. we've done is 5.3. I yeah. don't know. So like you're not meeting the six, you're not getting to the bare minimum. Ah, so okay. if you don't like start getting like eight or nine in the next few tests and bring that average up, yeah. you will fail your subject. That's the kind of thing we, okay. we need. So like and yeah, right. parents would, would need to sign all the grades that we would get. That's I, f- I find that really interesting that none of the other kids knew because... It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's like it, it was certainly public. was a competition in the old days. It was public. I, I don't mean like it wasn't a secret grade that you would get. Like the teacher would say them out loud. Ah, okay. Like yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of yeah. like when when she or he like got the tests uh, checked, they yeah. would say like, oh, this person got seven. This person got eight and a half. This okay. person got uh, nine. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then we would get our tests back with the corrections and everything. Yeah, right. Uh, and then we would have to uh, bring it. To our parents, and they would have to countersign it, so they yep. like they knew. And that's what in primary grade. school is it? Or this is this is high school, but it's high the school, same yep. throughout. Like in in primary school, I think like you just have less tests, whereas like in high school we had a lot. Yeah. So you had oral tests and written tests. Yeah. And the oral ones were, um, how can I say, uh, we didn't know when they happened. Oh, what they just spontaneously oh, dropped yeah, yeah. on you. Like w- one day a teacher could just go like, okay, Nico, come to the blackboard. I'm going to test you now. And this is wow. official. And it's like, okay. And so it would ask me questions. I would have to, I don't know, for example, in math, like resolve these three problems. And I would do that. And they would go like, okay, well, you get a seven. And so they, I wouldn't be asked to do an oral test again until everyone had, had one done. done. So you knew yeah. you'd... Uh, all right. So, so you would do, uh, the very clever thing would be to volunteer, or at least like that was my technique. Like I would volunteer myself, and so get uh, the oral test first, yeah, and just not have to worry for the next few weeks, yeah, because they would have to like j- then ask all the other students and all that, and I would just like ah, I would okay. just like sit back and so you were acting like a nerd, but really yes. it was smart. Yeah, I think so. I'll uh, go first, Mister Mario. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, see, I was I've always been a good student, even though I've never really studied yeah, I've always yeah. paid uh, like good attention in school I really liked going to school in general yeah except for math now I had a problem with my math teacher yeah and so because we in high school we have the first uh, what is it the first three years and the and the last two are two separate segments yeah. so you might change uh, teachers yeah when you do that yeah and yeah, like at uh, one point, like this math teacher came in and she was really, I don't know, she was really aggressive and verbal. Uh, yeah. Like she would verbally like um, call you names and kind of thing. Like it was like, oh, are you dumb? What are you doing? Are oh, you really? stupid? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Damn. And, and so I really didn't like that. No shit. No and, one does. Yeah. Like, but like most people would be like afraid. Whereas I was just like, ah, I don't like you. So I'll not play your game. And so I would like volunteer. And say, like, I don't know anything. And she would give me the lowest mark possible. Yeah. And I'd be like, done. For the next two months, I don't even have to listen to you. <laughs> and really? so, yeah. So, like, I would have really high grades in everything. And yeah. I would have the lowest possible grade in math. But one failed subject does not qualify to make me <laughs> fail the year. So, I was ah, fine. Okay. So, it was, uh, it, was, it was my way to, like, protest. not play the game. Yeah, exactly. She had no power on me. But that's interesting I, because the teacher makes or breaks you, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay. Absolutely. So you were well so, behaved as well. You you weren't a trouble troublesome kid? No. No, no, no. I was well behaved. He's like, a nerd. He's got his dad his dad is the I think he was the master of discipline as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I think me and I think me and Nico trauma bonded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Over our, over our master of discipline. I'll agree to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so you, so you finished high school, and then what did you, what happened? What was um, next? So I decided to go to Venice to study Oriental languages. So I really Why wanted that? because I, initially I wanted to like f- follow through with science. You weren't one of those nerds that was looking at like. Of course I was. Japanese. I yeah, of Japanese course I anime. was. Obviously, yeah, I was like yeah. reading mangas and watching anime and playing Japanese video games, of course. But initially, when I started high school, I thought I would go into bioscience. Yeah. And then I became really, really good in German as well. Okay. Very proficient in German. And oui, so oui. people... Huh? Nothing. I just said, wait, oui, wait. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a very good joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Thank God. <laughs> you, you, thank <laughs> God Bear you chased your comedy career. Um, it's all about timing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, when I, I realized that I was really good at learning languages, I kind of got interested in like, oh, I want to learn more and more languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So initially I wanted to study Japanese. My parents said, there's no way you're going to study Japanese. Go to university and study Chinese as your first language. Yeah. Japanese is your second because Chinese is useful. Japanese is not. Okay, but yeah. six months in my um, into my university, yeah. I realized that I was like 19 years old and I was the one that would... Uh, decide what subjects I would take. Oh, you could choose. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it until then. And then yeah. one point I was like, it clicked and I was like, okay, I'm just going to study Japanese instead. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Goodbye. And so, yeah, it came as a surprise to my parents. They were like, but you studied Chinese. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I was studying Japanese I mean, the whole time. Historically speaking, Japan and Italy yeah. stick together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And German, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a little pattern here. Babe. Yeah. Uh, true, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He's got a shaved head as well. Oh, what no. is going on? Uh, <laughs> Nico um, couldn't be the furthest from a, <laughs> from a Nazi in the world. And yet, you have that photo. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> There's a photo I've got of Nico of, I don't know, his emo years. And he's just got his, his hair was full combed over. Emo. Yeah. yeah. But I drew a little his Hitler moustache on it. Jesus, <laughs> 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 it looks so good. Anyway, anyway, so, yeah. yeah. So like, I, so I got interested. Japanese. Yeah, I, I studied Japanese and Chinese, yeah. and actually, uh, my degree says that I studied also Tibetan and Manchurian. Now, Manchurian is a dead language. Yeah, I do. What is it? Where's uh, it from? Um, there is a part of China that was called the Manchuria, that um, yeah. was taken over by Japan at some point yeah. and then like conquered back on and stuff. But I can, the Manchurian is at that language, but it was just in the curriculum and I could decide to do it for like two exams and yeah, other right. students told me it was very easy. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> but it's, it's funny that now I have like a piece of paper that says like I am a doctor. Ah, because by the way, Brian, this will sound, oh, yeah. uh, this, this will so, this annoy sucks. Ben so much. Mm -hmm. In Italy, when you do a bachelor's degree, yeah. you're a doctor. Really? You get to sign legally documents saying doctor, okay, if you want. He yeah. said that. So, I was like, that bothers me so much. You're not a fucking <laughs> doctor, mate. It you, studied, it's, you studied Japanese because you're a... Yeah, so I'm a doctor in Oriental languages. You're not. Yeah, that's not the in thing. Australia, you're not, mate. You're not in Australia. <laughs> Hell. So yeah, I Dr. remember like, the first time I told yeah. Ben, he was so annoyed, so annoyed. Because he, he, he tried so, to tell me I'm a doctor and I was like, what? oh, how much more study did you do? And he's like, no, <laughs> when you finish uni, you're a doctor. I was like, no, you're not, mate. So doesn't no. that piss the doctors off in Italy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, well, like it's it, no one. No one uses like if, if <laughs> I were to like sign legal documents say like Doctor Nicola Bernardi, like uh, everyone would look at me like, what are oh, you doing, dude? Oh. It's like one of it's like one of Emily's exes who yeah. was Scottish, <laughs> and he he always signed his name Lord, whatever <laughs> whatever his name. That's was. even best, Lord. Better. And I was like, dude. Don't sign your name Lord in Australia. You're a fucking idiot. Like, but he had, he had like one square meter or some bullshit. I do Scotland. too. Yeah, I so have. You're, a, you're Lord Doctor Nico. <laughs> I'm Lord Doctor Nico. Absolutely, I am. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. So all right. So you studied. That, what's next? Studied. Oh, I studied like Japanese as my main language. So like that was that would be like the bulk of the studies. Then you would have like Japanese history, Japanese. Uh, uh, cinema, Japanese arts, and yeah, all that, and yeah. then my course of um, university was split between Japanese and Oriental studies and legal and economical studies. Okay, it was like uh, again, a, kind of an experimental um, branch of my university. Yeah, yeah. So we would have half the time things about like Japanese and all of that, and the other half would be. Uh, civil law and um, basic economics and yeah. economic systems around the world, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And can yeah, you, yeah, be right. So, can I ask a question? Did, were you at, were you doing all this because you felt you still needed to be at school, or was that something you were striving towards? You were you were looking at an end game somewhere. Uh, well, like at the time, I thought I wanted to uh, 
be like become very proficient in oriental languages which are still like languages that are not spoken by a lot of people in general like in europe and yeah. all of that yeah and because of uh, i was studying also like economics and law and all of that and because of the background in like the my father's company and all of that i thought i wanted to be the middleman between like groups of interest between japan okay. and italy uh, especially like okay. my dad had a company that would work with a big Japanese supplier called Mazak that would make laser cutting machines. Okay. Yeah. And those are like multi-million dollar machines. They're massive, right? Yeah. Like there's and so ideally I would like study Japanese and become proficient in yes. that kind of stuff and then start working between uh, them. Okay. So oh, I, okay. Yep. I get that it. was that was kind of the idea. So yeah. I had yeah. this I don't know the vision of me becoming kind of a glorified salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then yeah, that's when I graduated in Japanese, and then I realized that there was no point in keeping yeah. on studying a language in a country where you don't speak it outside of the <laughs> of the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, why? What happens if I just move to Japan for a few years? Yeah. And mm -hmm. then studied there, and so that's what I did. So I did my bachelor degree. Uh, graduated and then uh, worked for a little bit and saved up some money to move to Japan and study in a private just language school okay. in Japan. And weren't you teaching English while you were there? Yeah, like to, <laughs> to pay for my bills, um, I was teaching English in in especially like in two schools. Yeah, one of them is still like one of my favorite jobs of all time. Yeah, uh, it's called Chit Chat Cafe and yeah. it's owned by a uh, <laughs> English gentleman. And yeah, like so, you would have foreigners uh, just sitting at tables. Yeah. Um, and then the cafe would open, and customers would come in and pay something around like $20 per hour, something like that. Mm. And it would be like uh, all you can drink coffee and tea and biscuits and stuff like that. But it was mostly to sit down and speak in English with, a, ah, with someone okay. that would speak English. So uh. for people like to practice. And it was the best. That because, rules. Oh, it's the best job because then you have like, especially in really good days, yeah. you would have like a table of seven, eight, let's say 10 people that yeah. didn't know each other yeah. and that you had to make sure that everyone was talking to each other. Uh. And so like to create like conversations that were engaging for people that were at wildly yes. different levels yeah. of English. Oh, well. Ah. Uh, that was the best and then some of those students then could ask for private lessons and the private lessons would be focused on grammar and vocabulary yes. and yeah. all of that so can like, you yeah. please tell the yarn of <laughs> who you taught you had to teach someone privately right and so then, this is the italian right yeah okay. yeah tell this uh this is this is a fun story so um one of my best friends in italy um, met this. He was working in Venice at a um, like a tourist shop, like yeah. selling like memorabilia and stuff like that. And he met this lady called Miwako, and she was an opera singer from the city that I was living in. And mm -hmm. she said, like, oh, like I would love someone to teach me Italian when I go back to my city of Sapporo. And my friend said, like, hey, Nico lives there. I can get you in contact with him, and maybe he can give you like private lessons of Italian because she wanted to l learn to understand what she was singing. Yes. Of course, like most in opera, opera is, yeah. is in Italian yes. and, yeah. and so on. And so we met and obviously I agreed and she was paying me really good money. And so we would have like once a week, we would meet at a cafe for like three hours and I would teach her Italian. Yeah. The only thing is that Italian uh, structurally is a language that has a lot of rules and some of them make little to no sense. Like the English. First one, like exactly like, like English. Yeah, 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 absolutely like English. But then... You know that we have all of that, like the gender of all words. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So like there's words that are uh, masculine or feminine. Or yes. Like, yeah. And especially that was something that would not make sense to this lady. Yes. So yeah. she would say, why is the table masculine? I'm like, well, it's it's just the rule. There's no reason why yeah. it's masculine and chair is feminine. It's not like one goes into the other. It's like, yeah. yeah. She was like, she would have a hard time mm -hmm. understanding that. So I said like, okay, scrap that. We're going to <laughs> we're going to um, learn words as if they're red or blue. And okay. that's it, right? Instead okay. of masculine and feminine, I, I was trying to like <laughs> explain that it didn't make any sense, right? Yeah. And so yeah. she just had to like memorize that. Long story short, a year after, a year and a half after, or something like that, I am moving back to Italy. Yeah. And my friend that initially suggested her to study with me has moved to Japan. Yeah. And so he's the one picking up and continuing teaching her. Yes. And 
<laughs> and he calls me like after a week and he's like, what the hell have you been teaching this person? <laughs> and she's like, oh, she's now telling me like color of words and like uh, all of the grammar is all, uh, all around the post. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like she learned, like she's saying the right things, but she doesn't know why. Yeah, and yeah, she, yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not a good teacher. I only just learned this about Nico, but like hear how articulate he is. Like he's, sometimes I ask Nico how to spell words in English. That's how good he is at English, yeah. right? But I only just found out, like, in lockdown, <laughs> his girlfriend came over and she was laughing at stuff he was saying in, in Italian. Mm. And I'm like, why are you always laughing at him? And she's like, Nico is the dumbest fuck in Italian. <laughs> like, he's, like, apparently, so he, he's just, it's like, so, so, so bad at Italian. But, like, he speaks, like, seven other languages. <laughs> Seven other languages, but in Italian, it's like me, Nico. Hi. <laughs> see, see that, I guess that's why I've always been interested in languages. Like, I just needed to find one where one I didn't sound like an idiot. One like, where it works. Also, you were telling me, which I found really interesting, is Italian and Japanese sounds are exactly the same. Yes. Is that right? Like, yes. Like one of the first things that they teach you in university in Italy when you study Japanese is like, however you think a word would be pronounced. That is exactly how it is pronounced because ah. we have we use the same sounds and, and same vowels and same consonants with the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it called afflection? Inflection. 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 Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you loser. You <laughs> fucking close enough. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> what you got one word wrong the whole time? What a uh, dickhead. Sorry, no. we should we should wrap it up now before he embarrasses himself. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, no. No, um, but like, yeah, it is. Listen, it I want to do this again is, though because we've only probably just scratched the surface, so we should do another. Dad, one. I'm joking. Oh, right, That's a, <laughs> that was. A, that, how long's it been? B Rye. He's, he's a eyebrows flicker when it goes over an hour and he starts. <laughs> he, he knows I've, exactly I, when it's an hour. I, I know. I've heard this. I've heard this. Oh, you've heard that? Yes, yeah, yeah. I've heard this. <laughs> he's like, I don't know why. He just knows exactly an hour. He's like, <laughs> his little spidey sense starts tickling. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What, well, what you look, say, I'm like the turtles that got to know exactly where to go. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just an instinct. You don't yeah. know why. You don't know how he does it. He just but knows. it just does. He's just like you. Just see every 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 episode at an hour. Oh. He's like, he just starts looking around. What? What? It's a very useful power. It is. It's it's. It, some would call it a power. Others would call it a gift. <laughs> All right. So hold on. I want to get to. I want to get to how Nico got to Australia, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, Is that but all right I'd like to do another one as well because we've just scratched the surface. Yeah. Is that all right? Are you available? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Well, 100%. all right, let's do, let's do Nico's schooling. Yeah. This is Nico's schooling and then okay. Nico part two. I think that the very interesting thing that I, that I want to, to talk about for a second is um, Japanese is itself a very, very interesting language to learn. Yeah. Um. I had never encountered up until then a language where it takes you like easily a year of studying it in university and stuff without being able to say anything at all yeah. before it clicks and it makes sense. So like, oh, you know, okay. as, a, as a European, usually like, I can't say that like everyone knows a little bit of German and a little bit of French and a little mm. bit of Spanish, yeah. but we kind of do. See. Like right. Thank you, Ben. You're for welcome. Saying C. Um, no, but like you, you kind of do. So like you're, I don't know. I think you're a little prone to learning certain languages because probably they they are in the same group. Well, it's it, English is a mix of Germanic and Latin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so also, sort of, yeah, studying Latin or and or Greek in school kind of helps you understand yeah. like probably how certain languages came together. The and so etymology. Yeah, the languages. etymology of it. Ah, good that word. Good nice, word, man. man. Nice. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, like Japanese is just completely different, and I know it, it's valid. What I'm what I'm saying is valid for Chinese and Korean as well. It's just that like Oriental languages are just they come from another root, and so it takes you a long time to wrap your head around. Not the learning process. It's not like how many um, um, kanjis, which are the symbols, the characters. Uh, that you have to learn or like new words and stuff. It's yeah. just like understanding how like that language wants you to express thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, a very stupid example is that like we, for example, if we want to say something about attributes of something, right? Like the giraffe has a long neck. Yeah. Okay. We mm -hmm. use has as the verb. Yeah. Because it's, 
it's part it's like a um it's something that belongs to the yeah to the giraffe yeah, yeah. right like yeah. it's kind of uh, I found that their in, thing in, in spanish like we, we say i'm hungry yeah where in, in spanish we say i have hunger yeah say, Ten- tengo hambre. it's yeah yeah like in italian we say both you can say i am hungry and i have hunger okay you can say yeah. both yeah. but like for example in japanese in the example of the uh, giraffe and the neck you would say that the giraffe is long neck because the mm. the part is uh together yeah. with all of the together <laughs> it's kind of difficult to explain but like they distinct between you're not having things you are the things you are that the you're thing. made oh, okay of. yeah okay it's such a stupid example but it i think it, it shows no, how it different sense. the thought process is behind so b-ry is eyebrows <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, me and brian <laughs> yeah <laughs> We, we we are bald. We are oh, no hair. Yes. Yeah. Not, not me. I'm holding I'm staying it away. I'm keeping it away. <laughs> hanging on. Uh, um, do you okay. know what? I, I just had a really good thought. Go with me on this one. I would like to do another podcast with Nico because I've mm. never met anyone that speaks as many languages as Nico. And yeah. I think it would be a really interesting one to talk about different languages and, okay. and how we teach and how you learn. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Cool. I think that I think that'd be kind of an interesting one. Yeah, like yeah, we can do yeah. that absolutely. I saw this thing not long ago, and it was all about the attributes of learning a second language, all the benefits of um, yeah. our children learning a second language. And I'm reading this, and I'm going, "You fucking no idea." You know, it really is because I and I think the reason I think that is that we just don't do it properly. We don't teach the languages properly. Oh, in Australia. In Australia. You know, we, yeah, we teach, yeah. you know, count from one to ten, teach the colours, mother, father, brother, sister, and yeah. that's pretty much it. And there's no... Yeah. I actually had a conversation with an ex-student not long ago, and um, she's actually finishing high school. She's finished year 12. I said, oh, what are you going to do? She, and she told me. And I said, so what What did you finish up doing? Oh, that's right. I said, what are you going to do? And she told me. And then she said it in, involved going over to Japan. And yeah. I said, I, I didn't think you were into Japanese when you were at school. She said, I wasn't. She said, yeah. oh, only when I got to high school that I was. And the high school Japanese teacher basically shook his head and said, geez, I wish the, the primary school teachers would leave it alone. Because, really? they, yeah, they do more damage than actual, um, than help. Wow. Yeah. Re- yeah, it really is interesting because it's, it's, it, it's almost like a filler subject, isn't it? There's like yeah. it's not really the passion. There's no passion behind it. Also, I think a big a big reasoning as to why Australians are very lazy is it's an English speaking country. Yeah, yeah. Not many English. I was about to say that. Yeah, not many English speaking countries are like oh yeah. Like Let's when you go overseas, language. when you go overseas, it's like English, and it's like yeah, yeah. All right, we'll learn it. I, I think like most people, most uh, natively English speaking people would go overseas and their experience would be that they have to dumb it down because there is people that cannot talk their own language yes. to their level. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. for other countries is like you kind of find middle ground in English. And yeah. so you kind of yeah. want to know at least a good amount of English yeah. to be understood. Yeah. So it's, it's a very different experience. Yeah. Also, in general, like media that we consume, like the internet language is English. So yeah, anyone yeah. growing up, like True. in the internet era, yeah. would have to learn at least English, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so once you learn a second language, you can kind of, like it becomes easier to learn a third and a fourth you and a fifth. That. And you yeah, said yeah, that. It's, it's always yeah. easier. Like it gets easier and easier the more languages you speak because you have more connections that you can make through like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. this word sounds like that one that I've learned in another language yeah. or it's used in the same way that that other word is used in another language and so it's just like having more synapses like language yeah. <laughs> language synapses yeah i would mm. love to keep going with my spanish mm. i but i always find it hard especially in australia to to practice to practicar yeah uh, but like if you if you went for a year in spain totally like you would i spent three months in in guatemala yeah. with no one speaking any english and by the end of it i was like pretty good yeah no it, yeah. That, that's what i mean it's uh, it's something that i was oh, by the way like using as an example to teach um japanese students because one of the biggest problems in japan is that most people would be insanely proficient in written english 
mm. and they would like they could write and read almost perfectly. Yeah. But they wouldn't be able to put two words together and what? say them. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. like it, there there is a a real barrier into okay. like uh speaking. Like it goes into like how Jap- Japan is as a society, how yeah. people like behave and all of that. Really? Like, there is a lot of like sociology back there. Okay. But one of the main reasons is also they're they're not used neither to speak or to listen. And so I I would always suggest find any movie, any TV series, it doesn't matter what it is, documentaries, whatever you want, yeah. and watch it without subtitles. Okay. Uh, okay yeah. Because yeah. and I, I I suggest this to people that are trying to learn English in Italy as well. Like is I think that our brain can only really perceive information from one channel at a time. So mm. if you're reading and that's where you get your content from, yeah. like you're listening kind of like uh, takes a backseat. Uh, Whereas okay, if you're yeah, watching yeah. something for hours and hours and you, the only thing you can do to understand what is going on is to get Listen better at listening, context, like your brain yeah, will like yeah. put all of, it, all of its energy into like, I need to pick up things and make yes. out what I'm, what yeah. I'm hearing because yeah. okay. we're, not, we're not meant to look at things and not understand what is going on yeah yeah and so yeah so i think it's 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 that as well so like most kids uh, when i was growing up we would watch maybe like i don't know um action movies in english yeah without subtitles yeah okay and yeah. i think that helped a lot because well yeah. i know in in sweden and like a lot of the um scandinavian countries they just play english movies and and tv series without any subtitles yeah it's just it's ingrained into their their sort of way of life, but be right. What? We're gonna we're gonna have to wrap this up. I think we're gonna yeah, have to okay. do a Nico Nico part two. I think so. Yeah, because your eyebrows Sounds are like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to do? Did you have a good? What did, What did you do today? You seem very agile. I've got to edit this. What are you talking about? I'll do it. Okay, I'll send it to you. Yeah, it's fine. No, you won't. Yeah, yeah I will. I'm working the rest oh. of this week too. Yeah. Okay. Ah, no, send it to me. All I right. told you to do that. I will. All right, mate. What, I'll do that. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Why are you so grumpy? Because you made me move everything that I'd set up my podcast room nah. all the way downstairs. <laughs> you, and now you were, you were agitated before it. No, I wasn't. I was what good. Was, what was the? What was your day like today? My day was good. Excellent. Did you teach? Yeah. Sorry, we usually we usually do a recap of hey, how was your day? Maybe that was it. It's Maybe good. that three off. Maybe that what it was. What it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of I didn't sync. Ask I didn't ask how your week was. You're a shit son, Ben. Sorry, yeah. Ben. Well, he, he never asks how my week is. <laughs> always ask about his because week Because your week is always awesome. It's not know. always awesome. Um, yeah. I, I got a new role in a TV series, B, right? I've got to get yeah. fat. I've got to put on weight. I, I can't wait. Seriously, I, I cannot wait. i got five weeks to get fat. So good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm eating so much. I, can't, I honestly cannot wait. Um, who did that? Um, uh, Hugh Jackman did yeah. did that for a role. He put on the whole heap of weight and then took it off again. Oh, did he? Was oh, it you Hugh Jackman? Or... Hugh ja- yeah, me and Hugh. Yeah, same pretty thing. Similar, yeah. Pretty similar. Pretty yeah. similar. Yeah. 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 Almost in disquinch. Eric Banner did it for Chopper. <laughs> oh, I did too. Squinch, Eric Banner was squishable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't you wait. Nick, he's like, almost in squishable. <laughs> yeah, you can't squish you and Hugh together. Indistinguishable. Yeah, right. Fat. All right, uh, um, all right, Bear, all right. I will edit this. Okay, okay? I'll send it you, to you. Thanks, you mate. Grumpy, you grumpy old shit. Oh, right, listen, I'm, no, we're going to do it again next time. Up, so I'm going to set it up upstairs again, and you're going to get your shit right this time. He always blames me, Nico. Yeah, so, like your internet's I, no good. That's no good. Hold on, is your microphone working downstairs now? Yeah, and it was, and it's worked upstairs for the last. 50 no, episodes. No, <laughs> nah, yeah, I know, but it didn't to not today. Guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Tish. <laughs> uh, oh, our right. technology has been stuffing up again. Shock. But, uh, Nico, thank you so much. Thanks, Thank mate, you so for much. having me. Um, can you come do another one? Yes, I will. <laughs> when b has got his shit together. <laughs> you cock. I want to talk more about languages, yeah, and we got to right. do we got to do the Nico Saga Part Two. Let's call yeah, it the Nico, the Nico saga. saga. I like it. I'm not only am I the only international guest you've had so far. I am the only one that gets a saga. A saga. I, my ego is very happy about this. Well, I, I think f- it's I feel, yeah. I, feel I think it's very. <laughs> I get a saga. Saga. What's a saga? Uh, what S A G A? Yeah. A saga. It's like you, a. It's. 
this the the saga of it's like oh a, the a, story oh the yeah. story it's yeah. like a story I thought, yeah. I thought you were talking about a Japanese wine or something okay same thing all right yeah. Nico, Peter, Peter, before I before we go what language yeah. would you learn what language would you learn if you had to learn one uh, New Zealand <laughs> 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 oh, that's me, Nez. Bro. Maori. Do you mean Maori? Yeah. No, you just mean no, doing no, a just dumb New accent. Zealand. Yeah, no, just yeah, doing just, a dumb accent. Yeah, accent yeah, yeah. Okay. What's up, bro? No. Oh, I, that's good. No, I've got no interest at all in learning another language. Call me oh, narrow-minded. Are you telling me the person that doesn't want to travel also doesn't want to learn another language? That's about it. Yep. Yeah. Well, they... It makes complete sense. Yeah. It's, it's a whole package. All right. Sense. Well, they can let's come to me. Let's. <laughs> I go here an old shit. Is that why yeah. you were so upset that you had to move downstairs because your internet was shit? Like you, you, you were so upset that you had to move your podcast stuff away from your podcast studio. Yes. Yeah. Twenty steps downstairs. That, that, that's traveling. Yeah, that's no, but it's I've, that, everything's been put on. Oh, never mind. Right, be right. <laughs> you know, you know when I took the um, speaker to Sydney and I took my podcast stuff stuff to Bro- yeah. around Bronwyn's house. I do that every single episode that I have a po- an, uh, guest right. on this end. All right. Well, I will. I will now go mobile. How's that? You don't have to go mobile. I just. I do now. To, I just don't want you to bloody. Kick up a stink if you got right. to move 20, 20 steps. <laughs> all, all right, right. I'll go, all right, I'll go back it up and I'll put it in the <laughs> All right, sign us off, Bera. Teacheryarns at gmail.com, Teacheryarns <laughs> on Instagram and Teacheryarns on Facebook. Nico, right. thank you very much, mate. Thank um, you, Brian. You got you, so much tolerance hanging out with that shit. Seriously. <laughs> well, he seriously know, is. Can- uh, you, you guys are my chosen family, not the one I was you born are, with, absolutely. but the one that I was yeah. very lucky to oh, find that, along the process. That's beautiful. That's your right. real hug? Okay, whatever. No, man, like, wrapping it up. Eight, eight frame. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Okay, love you guys. Oh, love you. Love you, Brian. Bye. Yes, absolutely. Soon. Love you, Ciao, ciao. Right.